show up even on the days you don't want to. I feel like showing up and being consistent with showing up is going to get you results. Another thing I always, and I was telling like my sister this and like my best friends, like that first got it. I'm like, you need to do measurements because even if you're in it to lose weight, um, a lot of the times, like I did like Robin's Tabata program and like wouldn't lose anything, but then did my measurements. It was down like 20 some inches. So I'm like, if you do the measurements, like you'll see, cause you're, you're tightening up, you know, you're building muscles. So you might not lose the weight right away, but if you are taking measurements, you could see you are making progress. So you won't get discouraged. I keep telling, I was telling like my sister and my, my cousin that too. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and say goodbye to me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the clip out. Episode 193. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hello. Hi. So you made it through a full week with your vaccine. I did. Congratulations. Thank you. I uh, feel a lot less tired than I did last Wednesday. Yes. I was like, wrap it up, Tom. Yes. <laughs> she was nodding off during during some of the some of the segments. Yeah. It started to really hit me by the end. Yeah. But I was much better the next day. It's been a while since I was married to someone who nodded off. <laughs> Different reasons. Yes, very much so. <laughs> very much so. So uh, I guess we should say here, uh, don't forget, we're bringing back the Zoom call. We are. It's been kind of crazy because you were working so many hours yeah, during the holiday. With, all the, with the Christmas lights and COVID testing. and Then and, the holiday got yeah. over and my work got crazy. Right. Uh, so things have kind of leveled off. Yes. And uh, so we're bringing it back, like Tom said. So it'll be uh, this Saturday. So 4th, 5th, 6th, February 6th okay. at 6.30 p.m. Central. So 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Right. And so and I I will be at work, but it'll be slow so I can do it from my office. So if, if you've ever been curious as to what my office looks like. Oh, you're in for a treat. What an exciting time for you. You'll be able to see his Kermie sitting behind him. Yes. Maybe my Tom Servo. Yeah. I have a, a show accurate Tom Servo on my desk. We'll just spend the whole day going through your Give office. A tour of my office. Yes. <laughs> and also uh, the Clubhouse uh, post show wrap up Ooh, on Sunday. Yeah, we're doing that every Sunday now. So uh, it is through the Wellness Club. So all you have to do is like go to Clubhouse if you have an invite already and you're part of it. Go to the Wellness Club, sign up to follow them, and you'll get pinged. But we are doing a show every Friday at 4 p.m. Excuse me, I said Friday. I meant to say Sunday at 4 p.m. Central. And we will be going through all the topics that we talked about this week. So like you can bring up anything, you know, those reactions where you guys like email me halfway through as you're listening. It's a great time to chime in. Yes. And also we record these on Wednesday. So if anything happens between when we record it and and Sunday, it's a great chance to maybe talk about some of that stuff. Totally. And we bring in new like there's people that have never even heard of Peloton or they're thinking about it and they start asking questions and it turns into a fun combo. So hope to see you there. Absolutely. And so before we get to the show proper, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Tune in wherever you find podcasts. You can find us while you're there. Be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And of course, if you would be so kind as to leave us a review, that is greatly appreciated. Very much so. Yeah. And uh, lots of good reviews. So we're just winding through them. We are very fortunate to have such passionate and thoughtful listeners. Thank you, guys. And so uh, this review 
comes from MOF22. Do you think that means mom of 22? Maybe she's 22 years old? I don't know. You, she I'm have scared tw- for her. She wouldn't have 22 children, would she? I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's possible. I mean, it's possible. Just like, I like, Oof. I don't, I don't want to like cast aspersions. I don't want to sound like, but I'm just like, holy cow, that's a lot of kids if you pulled that off. So we need to know more about this. Yeah, so we are, forget the review. You need to you need to stop everything and reach out and tell us is that that you are a mom of twenty two. We have we have questions. We do. <laughs> so she says, really enjoy this podcast for its information and entertainment. Okay, it can't be mom of twenty two. There's no way she has twenty two kids and she has time to ride the bike and listen to this show. Yeah, yeah. Something's got to give. Good point. Something's got to give. Yeah. Uh, it's my go-to for anything Peloton. Love Crystal and Tom's relationship. All the guests, all the unexpected info they provide. Plus, listening to the podcast always motivates me and brightens my day. Aww. Thank you. Thank so, you. Thank you for the nice review. That was so sweet. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, we have a Facebook group, facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group, and you can sign up for our newsletter, which gets you all of the links and pictures and all the show notes delivered directly to your inbox every week so you don't have to go hunting through the Facebook page and group to find them. They'll be right there for you to peruse at your leisure. Yeah, and uh, you know, that makes me also think that we should mention uh, Clubhouse. If you're wanting to be part of it and you don't have an invite, you also can get hooked up through the Facebook group because uh, we have some ladies, Stacy Kaplan and Lisa Silverstein, have been helping us grow the clubhouse yes. group, and they're and, like kind of doing a trade. And thank you very much for that. Yeah, they're amazing. They kind of not a trade, a chain. So like you get in, and then you invite somebody else. Right. So welcome, join us. Yeah. So if you go to the Facebook group and find that thread and post that you're interested, they can maybe try and help you get into clubhouse because it's a little weird it's not you it's can't invite just, only right now invite only at the moment it's still in kind of beta so and then also we have a youtube channel so everything you're hearing you can also see if you go to youtube.com slash the clip out and we post all of these episodes in beautiful hd glory and uh while you're there be sure and subscribe to that as well there there's all your homework let's uh let's dig in shall we we shall peloton stock ticker so uh, joining us from run lift and live it's john mills hey john How's it going? I mean, really, how is it going? Well, you guys listened to the earnings call. I just sat down, so I know nothing. Man, so oh, man. Entertain they've, and enlighten me. They've never dropped a bomb like that. My head exploded. <laughs> it was like shrap, crystal shrapnel everywhere. I had to pick it up before we could get on this call. That was crazy. So you know what I'm referring to, right, John? Well, there's a bunch of stuff in there that okay. you threw with got me but i'm not for sure what specifically you're referring no, to no that's but. fair that's fair there was a lot <laughs> the, the thing that like blew my mind the most was that you know the tread that's going to be rolled out nationwide on march 30th just kidding yep. it's going to be may 27th say what say what now what what just happened right. They had a good reason. I actually was. I actually think they're doing the right thing. And the reason was that there has been a higher than expected demand in the UK for the tread because they rolled that out on December 26th. Okay. And then Canada is supposed to start on February 9th. And so they anticipate that all signs point to Canada is also going to have stronger than expected growth or excuse me, demand for right. the tread. So 
they're like, well, then we're just going to make everybody mad all over again. So how about we take all those resources and put all the resources towards Canada and UK first? Gotcha. And that piece of it is what I kind of caught first. I had to listen back to then hear why they said that. But I heard the piece where they went, well, a question had been asked about demand and they talked about some of the effects of the demand in the U.S. is because of those resources being diverted to ensure that there's a good experience in the U.K. and in Canada. Yep. Right. That was that was wild. That was interesting. And then the hundred million that they're now committing to airfare and new expedited ocean. Yeah. Right? And and right at the right. end, I think you missed this question. And I didn't get a good answer to it. It was a little bit of gobbledygook. But they were basically like, why now? The very last question was, why are you doing that now versus six months ago? Because of the New York Times. I posted the same question in my group as they said it. I know. I was like, I was why? And I was like, oh, I got to listen to the answer. And then I got distracted because I was setting up the Zoom. Did you hear him, Tom? I didn't hear anything that sounded substantive. It didn't sound like a real answer. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think the real answer is New York Times, Wall Street Journal. Like it's. <laughs> like that's right? that's the real answer. Right? Like, wait, 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 wait! If you can, if you can do that now, how come you did? What they got expedited ocean freight? Like I, that's rude. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's uh. It, it sounded like they also said John Foley said something in there that I gotta go back and listen because, but it sounded like he said something about going into a different port. Yes, he did say that. He said so. The busiest ports are, they said, four times. L.A. is the biggest one. But they are like four times busier than they usually are. Okay. Okay. And they said that they're going to start sending uh, some of those shipments into the U.S. They're going to send them to different ports that aren't as busy. It's going to cost more. But they want to do that because they're just trying to get the freight in, trying to get it in. They said the unloading times at the port are what is taking four times longer. Gotcha. Which is that's a good thing to know, because that that was another question people had. Like, well, even if the boat is faster, if it's getting stuck at a port, it doesn't matter how fast your boat is. Sure. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So so based on the new investment, the hundred million in investment um, that they're talking about, they're saying, well, they should be back to kind of normal order to delivery times. By end of fiscal 2021 uh, year, which is they, June. They said June. Holy like four months from now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if but that, now, if that's true, then they need to be put in charge of vaccine distributions. Well, and and I think <laughs> that's funny, Tom. Uh, but what I, I'm here for. I think I, I think nothing else. Sorry. <laughs> I've got so much to say. I can tell. <laughs> but but the, the other thing that they said was that. The uh, manufacturing capacity is already outweighing the demand. Like, they're ahead of it. They just can't get it here. Gotcha. I think that was a really key thing. Again, back to, they got expedited ocean freight. (laughs) (laughs) That's a thing. I didn't. That was a thing. I'm picturing a barge <laughs> with like flames on the side. See, I'm picturing instead of like two knots, it gets to go four knots. Yeah. <laughs> like those right. things are like or is it so like golf? slow. Is it one knots better than two knots? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that one just threw me though. I'm still messed up on that. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like you going to work every day and taking the stairs, and one day someone goes, you know, there's an elevator. <laughs> what? What? But it's going to be so much more expensive. I mean, it's it's a lot easier probably at the end of a quarter to say, 
okay, we have enough money. Let's go ahead and do this hundred million versus we don't know how long. Well, why don't they just move some of the money from the marketing budget that they, they, they did? They did. Oh, is it? They a, did. Wow. They, I'm looking at me. I'm a CEO. <laughs> I didn't even know it. I mean, they said they said that they have been reducing marketing spend. They're still they're still like planning to do it for another quarter. Yeah. Like, they don't they don't think that they need it. They said and they said this is the crazy part. Demand has not weakened. At right. all. They were right. like, John, I mean, he sounded shocked. Like he was like, no, 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 you don't understand. It has not weakened at all. He and was you know, like, and it's that, all isn't organic. That what we've been saying? Isn't that what we've been it's, saying? It is yeah. what we've been saying. Any of this has been impacting them. You know, they made, they were profitable again. I mean, they netted 65 million. So, I mean. It's nothing to sneeze at. I, I mean, they're making money. Again, I'm back to, there's expedited ocean freight. <laughs> What? You know, I, I something I saw in an article today about gearing up for this that I thought was interesting. They were talking about their sales were the four billion dollars in sales, and I was just thinking, remember a few years ago when the company was it, everybody was excited because they were estimated to be valued at four billion dollars. Oh my god! Right? And and right. now they're doing that in sales. Oh, speaking of another fun statistic that came out of today, I've got my notes. Oh, this is why she's going loud. to the whiteboard. Okay, so. <laughs> Get this manufacturing. Remember, I said that it's it's already outpacing the demand. They said their manufacturing capacity is six times higher than a year ago. But wait, that's more bikes monthly per month happening right now than all of fiscal year in 2018. Right. What? So more bikes in one month of this year than the entirety of 2018. Yes. Wow. Right. I mean, when you think of it on that level, it's like, okay, I do kind of see how this is all kind of turned into a big mess. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's an I, enormous amount look, of freight. Yeah, that is crazy. And another thing that I noticed, when I look back at their their subscribers in January of last year, they were just over 700,000. Um, 700, well, they gained 625,000 just last quarter. <laughs> there you I go. Mean, I mean, they're growing nuts. They are. They're growing. They yeah. are. I mean, I'm I'm know, stunned. But, but but another thing about this, you know, so when I first looked at it, I was just, I, you know, I was reading the guidance before the call, and I'm like, oh yeah, they they made their their su- subscriber count, their 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 guidance there, and they made the revenue, and okay, this is, looks good, and they were up today like seven percent. Then I go look after market, and they're down eight percent. Yeah, I'm and, like, what is and they're going down on? Because they lowered their guidance on, on next quarter. Like they were like, well, we're going to spend this $100 million, so you're going to have a lower guidance. Well, then there went Wall Street right after it. Like they, right. it's, the, it's the craziest stuff, right? And they, yeah, they lowered the guidance on their on their gross margin. And they're like, well, well, we had to lower it because, and the expectations are down because, of course, the margins are going to be lower because we lowered the price of the bike and we're spending more on, on getting the bikes here. So... I, so then that the market hits you because you didn't quite prepare for that. But in all in all, to me, all of these are good problems and everything's yeah. good. But things are, you know. But but don't you think that that could be a really good reason why they they haven't spent the money to do expedited freight because they knew this was coming. They knew that right. Wall Street would react this way. But I mean, yeah. will it stay? That's the other thing. How how long is right. that going to happen? I I don't know. Right. Exactly. So yeah, all all inter- every you know throughout that call. Generally, the calls are, are interesting to me, but 
there were just a couple of times during this call where I was like, really? What? what? <laughs> yeah, this was a... This was an interesting one. Yeah, uh, that that but all good. It's all good stuff. In the end, it's all good stuff. It it is. Right? It is. And and to your point, Tom, four billion dollars of of revenue. Yeah, that's a hundred and twenty three percent growth year over year. <laughs> it's crazy. You know what I'm really shocked about? To be honest, I'm really shocked about this. Tell me, tell you know, me. I had all these questions that I thought they were going to ask about. Most of them, uh, John Foley provided answers to before the call really even got going. So. None of those, most of those questions never really even asked. But, um, you know, the, the, the analysts did start asking in more detail about um, the the shipping and the delays, the, the order delivery delays. But they never asked about service-based issues. They don't I care. Point, somebody's <laughs> going to ask something about, what about the service inquiries and, and complaints? That never came up once, ever, in the whole call. Uh, you should care. you should you should be one of the people that asks the question next time. I want you to beep in and be like, John, 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 seriously, seriously, man, what are we doing about the service? What are we doing? He did talk about I mean, service. I'm glad they didn't ask. <laughs> he did he did talk about it a little bit in that um well they apologized profusely they for apologize. not meeting uh expectations, but they also said that they had uh doubled the capacity of customer service representatives. So he didn't say where they were getting them from. Yeah. And <laughs> and I will also say doubling your capacity of customer service representatives is good and bad. So you have more people to handle the influx, but that also means you have more people that aren't as familiar with your company culture or your policies or you know and so so you also increase the likelihood of somebody maybe having a less than stellar experience because you're you're injecting a bunch of of new blood into the situation same point on manufacturing the more bikes you make the more the more problems you're going to have just statistically if you have if you make two thousand bikes a year and one percent of them is bad you know it could still be only one percent is bad but there's so many more bikes out there that people are noticing it more yeah (sighs) bikes you make the more problem isn't that a biggie song (laughs) oh no no that the more money. Maze. I feel it's like maze. <laughs> I feel like it's close, but not quite. <laughs> but you probably know it better than me, John. <laughs> I'm gonna have to remix this. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, I, in the end, I, I I was really, you know, you can tell they're strong. They've got strong demand. Um, they got. It sounds like they got a plan, and like a plan that's gonna turn around a result, like within the next few months. So in the end, I was, you know, all kind of a wild stuff, but I was all happy. I'm like, this is awesome. I do. I do. You look at how the market is doing. You're going, but what? Eh, they don't count. They, they only count for today. <laughs> They'll be back up tomorrow. Yeah, there's so much in the present tense. Like they yeah. don't. They're. They. I mean, it's just not long term. So, you know. So did you hear them talk about strength? I did. Oh, oh, yeah. I've got my notes on that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. That was really interesting because I don't even remember what the question was. I think I kind of blanked out a little because it was really long. Like it was one of those long winded, like took three minutes to ask the question. Yeah, I was gone. But John was like, yeah, well, to strength. And he said, 
Uh, you know, we're we're looking at it. You know, I I don't know that I would say it's just content. I mean, we kind of think that that might be one thing. It might just be like you know, P ninety X was where it's just like content and it's all body strength. And he's like, but you know, we're also looking at innovating and creating things. Uh-huh. And and I, I don't, I, we can't announce anything today. So something's coming. <laughs> something's coming. That's what I got from it. Something's coming. He's trying to play us. He is. He is. <laughs> Last time he was all. I just want free weights. This time he's like, well, there might be a platform (laughs) it's coming it is coming (laughs) it's like when uh it's like growing up when your parents were just like well you know things are tight this year and christmas isn't going to be that great i hope you enjoyed everything and then they pull the ps5 out from behind the (laughs) surprise that's right right. he's trying to do that to us i think they are i do i think they are they're about to do that uh, anything interesting about pre-core that you thought we should mention? Well, not specifically about pre-core. I mean, you know, he said th- the same stuff that we, we normally hear. Oh, yeah, they're great people. They know how to manufacture uh, fitness equipment really well. This is going to be awesome. They're the greatest you know, producers on the planet. You know, the same stuff we've normally heard. Um, <laughs> so, no, I didn't hear anything interesting there. What was interesting to me is them saying, you know, the, uh, the Taiwan facility, the Mactonic facility specifically, is open and it's ramping up. Is That's it, the first we've heard about. Uh, that. Shouldn't you guys have put out a press release about that or something? Like what? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> they were just like, "Oh yeah, it's been open. Don't even worry about it." That's been open. It's ramping up. Like really? Okay. <laughs> I guess. Cool. I. So do we assume since December then? Because that was when it was supposed to open. I guess he didn't say when. I mean, it just says in the paper <laughs> that oh yeah, it's 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 open and ramping up. What about the Shinji, the the other one, the new plant? That's it. The Shinji, that is it. Oh, okay. So, because. Okay, because okay, so Tonic was purchased 15 months ago. Shinji was they broke ground 12 months ago, but but it's been up and running, and we don't know how long. Okay, got it. We don't know how long. Yeah, who knows? Because you can't do ribbon cuttings during COVID. I think they're trying to hide it from us. I think they don't want us to know what their capacity is until they're ready. They're like, don't tell them they're here. <laughs> People be I like, thought it was, I, thought, I thought the demand was nice to hear in the UK. That was good to hear. I was wondering about that. Like how many people are really kind of yeah. grabbing at that thread? They said um, it's much higher than they expected. So I thought that was great news. I didn't hear any bad I, news. Like you said, I mean, from a customer service I mean, standpoint, Right. It was good news, I thought. Right. When there are things you, like I said, like the, you know, the, the expedited <laughs> ocean sh- shipping. I mean, there's things that you go, what? But in the end, no, nothing. What do they, what do you think they normally do on expedited? You think that's normally for like produce? I don't know. I mean, it's still a slow boat from China. Like that whole that that saying is a saying for a reason. It sure. still takes a long time. So it's expedited like a day sooner. Like I don't even understand how much sooner what, we're talking that's about. That's why I'm wondering. I wonder if it's like if it's if it's produce related because sure. obviously you know there's a shelf life on that, and so like maybe that was part of the problem. Is maybe. everybody's they got to hit the gap for like well we got to ship a bunch of bananas or something. Oh I don't know. Do you ship bananas? I don't know what it is. I, just I don't know where they come like from. Some big, I just picture some big. Freight boat with some guy on the front with binoculars going, get out of the way! Get We've got like, Peloton bikes moving! <laughs> I don't know what that Push is. these bananas over the side. <laughs> get the bikes on board! Throw some bikes off! I don't know what it is. 
they're actually u- using the bikes to propel the ship. <laughs> there's, a, there's just an army of people down yeah. there. <laughs> That's the expedited shipping. That's how it took it. a while to get those yeah. people in place. <laughs> I picture some guy with some stopwatch, and he's like, "We're not going Okay, well, that was. Uh, so, is that are that the highlights, or I, I don't think, know when I don't know when we're done because I didn't hear. Any I know. Of it, so I, I think we're done. Me. I don't think I have anything else to add. I was just blown away by the tread being pushed back. Like yeah. that really blew me away because. Um, so now there's only select zip codes in the United States that will start on February 9th. That is going to create such a shitstorm. Yes. <laughs> just a few. He was like a few. Any insight select. as to which ones? No. I kind of don't even want to know because then people will come to me and ask me if they're in that zip code and people will be like trying to move yeah. their move their address into that zip code. It'll and be it'll like, get crazy. yeah, it'll be like school districts. Yeah. It'll be like, oh, I, I, I live in my aunt's house now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Do right. not put it past black people. Instructor is going to claim they live in my town. Yeah. They don't really. That's going to be all over the news. Everywhere. <laughs> people will be like, can I can I just come pick it up? <laughs> right. That. Right. I mean, that's the crazy thing. Don't forget, we just talked about the fact that there are treads sitting in warehouses already ready for this distribution. So, like, this is this is hard for people who have they were waiting for this moment. Is that maybe the selected zip codes like that? Those are the areas that they're already there. So they're like, I don't, you might think, as well push I don't, them out? I don't think so, because um, it was Gina that told me this. She lives in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. She is not one of the um, selected cities because it was like nine cities. And I assume it's these same zip codes. Right. But but they were like, oh, it's sitting back there in the distribution center, but you can't get it until March 30th. She was always going to be March 30th. Gotcha. So now she has to wait until May 27th. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. Awesome. Ooh. Well, that was Ooh. a lot. Oh, there's more. Hang I just, on. No, I just thought, do you think, do you guys think now that we know the dates with homecoming and everything, do you think yeah. that they're going to, that's when they're going to talk about strength then? You know, they got to do something bigger than last year. It's, it's got to, they got to be announcing something. I'm, I'm going I'm to say it right now. I'm predicting they're announcing something. Something. Well, they, something. they said in the. They said in the press release they were announcing things. So, I mean, we knew they were. Oh. Didn't they say in the press release last year they were going to announce things? <laughs> they did. They did. I don't even remember what they announced last year. Well, they did say that, but then they came back and said, well, no, nah, nah, we probably not. Here's a here's know. a badge. We were just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this year will be better than last year. It will. I just. Yeah. But but I don't know. I don't know that we'll be excited. So I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll stay tuned. Well, uh, well, thank you very much, John, for joining us and working around. I don't want to say our schedule. We were we're working around Peloton's schedule and their <laughs> quarterly earnings call. But, but uh, thank you. But thank you. So uh, until next week, where can people find you? Well, they can find me uh, in my Run Lift and Live page or a group on Facebook. They can find me on Instagram, Run Lift and Live, or at RunLiftAndLive.com. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Talk to you later. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. 
for your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 30- day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Bye. Bye. Homecoming update. It's not often you get to hear a sweeper you've never heard before. How about that? Brand new. Brand new. Well, it's not brand new. We've had it for a while. It's been sitting there waiting. It has. It's been waiting for this very moment. We had to dust it off. Yeah. And ta-da, homecoming. We finally have some idea of what's going on at homecoming. We do. Good news, bad news. Yeah. So good news, we have dates. April 30th through May 2nd. They are continuing the tradition of the first weekend in May. I like to think I would have always had a date for homecoming, honey. No, no, the the date that it is occurring. Oh, yeah. okay. I that's, would have been your date for sure. Right. That's, yeah. I was like, yeah. wait, I, that's I'm, not breaking news. I I'm didn't absolutely think. with you. Okay. Um, but here's the thing, it's digital. Yes, they're doing digital once again. All right. So I just got to break this down a little bit. First of all, you guys need to know that it, they're asking for you to RSVP. Why? I don't know, but <laughs> they are. And here's the thing: I think you guys need to. I have a feeling there's going to be things that you get by doing it that you really are going to be so mad at yourself if you don't. Like, there could be swag sent to you. You don't know. There there could be special, like, maybe they're going to have, like, breakout rooms with instructors and you have to RSVP and things like that. Like Maybe there's going to have Emma Lovewell come to your house. I mean, I don't know. Probably not, but... I don't think that's really a thing. But if they did, you wouldn't even be in the running. You wouldn't because you wouldn't be registered. So, just... Take the time and register and because yeah. there might be a cap and you might really be kicking yourself. It doesn't cost anything, right? No, so it doesn't. All it costs you is your time. Yeah. Okay, but here's my bold prediction. Okay. We're never having an in-person you don't homecoming. Think? No, I don't. I think this is it. I think this is it because they have grown like a billion percent since the last homecoming right. that was in person. Yeah. You know? And that one sold out in like 15 minutes. It was crazy. It was so crazy. Yeah. And the year before that. And they kept trying to make it bigger, but now with the increase in people being so much over two years, right. I think this would have been pushing it to be the last one anyway. Yeah. And now now I just don't think it's going to happen. That's a shame. It is. Because they were fun, but I also so much get fun. that as they've grown in size, like how do you do that yeah. and, and keep it... You know what I mean? It would well, get it so still has hard to, to be enjoyable. To. Right. Yeah. Like, I know they could still do, like, you know, some kind of lottery. And listen, guys, I just please don't send me a million messages telling me how I'm wrong, because I'm just telling you what my prediction is. Right. And I and I feel like I've already been arguing with some of you online today. So here's the deal. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. We hope we hope I, you're wrong. I yeah. hope I'm wrong. But you're not going to convince me. So, like, you need to take that energy and give it to <laughs> Peloton, because I just don't think you're ever going to be able to make enough people happy at this point with doing it live right. that's that's my that's why i think that and also i've been in business long enough that when you skip things twice and nobody got like really really upset then you just keep doing that right. it's so much cheaper and easier so that's my that's my prediction we hope we hope we're not right definitely it, it definitely. was fun we love going absolutely and i still want to hang out with you guys so we'll ha- we have to figure something out but it just may never be at homecoming again yeah but we'll we'll figure something out we will i have faith 
So Peloton's doing lots of fun stuff to celebrate Black History Month. They sure are. Uh, So first of all, what they did is they paired up uh, four instructors with four artists and created different looks for Black History Month. And if you're watching our YouTube channel, you are seeing pictures of that. Mm -hmm. And um, the drop occurred last week and into the... um, boutique that's interesting because i already got my clothing right that's it appeared fastest ever right fastest ever by far ever 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 and it arrived via dhl which never happens i think that they were very thoughtful and and intentional in getting this to people asap so that they could actually use it to celebrate black history month and i'm very very glad that they did and there are going to be black history rides all month So that is very exciting. And I said rides, but I really meant classes. Um, Also, they are donating. They are committing to donating money. And I I don't have it in front of me. The dollar figure? No, I don't don't have any of the details in front of me. Because I'm sharing the screen (laughs) and took it all away. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Let me unshare the screen. So here is the link with all the information for you. Here we go. Yes. Okay. Um, You didn't commit this to memory? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I should have. So... Here's the different art that they have. They have Light the Way, which is by a Nigerian-born multidisciplinary artist, Timmy Coker, who lives in Dallas, Texas. That was developed alongside Jess Sims and Chelsea Jackson Roberts. Then you have Bring Your Whole Self, which is by self-taught South African lettering artist and designer, Hust Wilson. And they can collaborated with Adrian Williams and Tunde. And then United We Move, Monica Abenahu. And she collaborated with Ali Love and Hannah Frankson and Come Into Your Power, uh, with who's by Sanford Green. And uh, he's worked with Marvel, DC, Dark Horse. And uh, he did his design in collaboration with Chase Tucker and Alex Toussaint. So if you scroll down, we also have the information of where they actually donated to. So they are matching the artistic effort. They are launching a partnership with the Steve Fund. So this is really cool because it is the largest not nonprofit focused on mental health for people of color in the United States. Okay. I didn't even know that there was like that kind of of like n- like focus on mental health. Right. Um so that's amazing and Peloton is doing a $100,000 investment. And then the Steve Fund is going to take that money and they are going to develop and deliver urgently needed mental health and emotional well-being resources and programs for young people of color and their families. In addition to all that, Peloton continues to keep working on their pledge that they made back last June. Right. And uh, so that was a $100 million commitment to becoming an anti-racist company. So good for them. I say bravo to Peloton. And I loved the designs that came (laughs) out. They were beautiful. The bold colors, especially... um, the bright blue it was like this really gorgeous blue like peacock blue yeah and um i the only reason i didn't get that one is because it came with um capri leggings and especially this time of year i really like the full length leggings sure so i got the set that tune day was wearing and those were gorgeous as well i also thought it was interesting that this collection release was covered on good morning america i know right that like that i mean we've seen uh peloton obviously pop up in the news a lot, mm-hmm. um, whether it be about instructors, you know, doing like little mini classes on on various shows, like live with Kelly and Ryan or what have you. But I feel like this is the this is the first time we've ever seen anybody talk about like here's their new line of clothes. 
I think it is the first time. I mean, I'm not shocked by it because there's an awesome angle where they're they're giving back and they're doing this huge push and the collaboration with the artists. Like it makes sense that if any of those lines were going to make it into the news, this right. would be the one to cool. do it. Absolutely. But I think you make a good point that it's like, again, the growth of Peloton, the trajectory that we've seen over the time period that I've had the Peloton and, you know, obviously beyond before I had my Peloton, but just in the last four years, it's just skyrocketed absolutely part of the morning news absolutely yeah it's it's crazy so last week's guest bob tremore who's always tweeting interesting things about peloton uh had some interesting insight on a potential yoga instructor okay so um Bob Tremore, mm-hmm. he tweeted about this. At, well, I don't, he basically is kind of thinking that the name of the next yoga instructor is Mariana Fernandez. So he thinks that because of some things he saw on Peloton server that he did not hack. Guys, it's legal <laughs> what he did. We covered yeah. this last week. But for those of you still complaining, it's not a hack. Anyway, though. So Mariana Fernandez. Now, the reason we think it's this particular account is mm-hmm. that she lives in New York City. Okay. And she's a yogi. Um, and also her account is mysteriously locked down. So we think that Peloton is trying to be very secretive about this. Gotcha. I also think it's interesting and noteworthy that she is Mexican uh, because we have wondered if we are going to start getting Spanish speaking classes. Absolutely. So could this be... Could this be the person who's going to start that for the yoga side of things? Don't know. It is all speculation. Uh, But I hear that from what I hear, she's a great yoga teacher because somebody reached out to me and told me that. So uh, (laughs) it will be exciting to keep an eye on that. And for those of you that are still asking about Bradley Rose, his name's still in there, but we don't know when that's going to happen. They usually announce in pairs, but there's some other stuff happening out there, too. So we'll keep an eye on it and let you guys know all of the details. So I stumbled across a mini controversy. I don't know. People that were not happy with the most recent Peloton commercial because of it shows a baby in a crib. And I guess there's a community that says that this is not the way babies are supposed to be in cribs anymore. And it seems like the medical community has shifted. It's been a while since I've had to contend with infants mm-hmm. thankfully yeah well and even when i had my daughter which was 14 years ago they definitely said to limit what was in the crib like right. they they did not encourage bumpers anymore like they don't they don't tell you to put bumpers in the crib they yeah. don't they tell you not to leave like excess blankets or pillows for sure or a no-no um and stuffed animals especially when they're really small they don't they don't think that that's a good idea. Yeah. So unfortunately, all of those are in the commercial. <laughs> and um, I wouldn't have noticed that if somebody if paid lo- me I to z- look for it. I know. I zoomed in. It's really weird. There's uh, ninja throwing stars in the crib, which I thought was a bridge too far. There's a Bic lighter. There's a rusty hypodermic needle. I'm just like, what is happening here? It's, it's insane. <laughs> oh, well... So the whole point of this is that somebody like started a petition. Yeah. And they're trying to get to a thousand people to sign this petition and ask Peloton to correct this or and, remove all items. And I will say this. So when I stumbled across this this morning, like 250 people had signed. Up. Oh, well, now it's and, up to 684. Now it's up to 664. 664. And so, um, I mean, which I mean. It's not like it's at 40,000 right. or something, but I mean, it's seen a significant jump throughout the day. And I know some people have been kind of dismissive of it. And and I understand there's, you know, the kind of thought process of like, come on, baby, babies have stuffed animals and bump. But but well, there really has seems like there's been a shift in what they recommend. I think I don't think people are dismissive 
there are some people that are dismissive of that. But I think overall people are more dismissive of it's a commercial. Like, like, are you really getting your baby advice from a commercial? Yeah, and I, I get that. But I think also... I'm not even saying that's what I agree with. Yeah. I'm telling you that's what people and, are dismissive and of. And I don't know that it's necessarily that it's baby advice, but that like... If you're trying to convince people not to do this, this this could potentially normalize it for people to think that it's not that big of a deal or not e- or they're not even aware of it, you know. Yeah, I I guess I'm just like who's paying that close of attention to the commercial? I I, I don't know. The kids I, I have, in danger. I have mixed feelings about this. <laughs> yeah. Like I really do because the people who are watching a commercial who I don't know. I just I just wouldn't pay that kind of attention. So yeah. I think the people that are dismissive of it, that's where they're coming from. That, sure. that just seems like a really hyper specific thing to to hone in on. And Jesus, can't we just do anything without it being hyper focused well, on? And I get that. But I will also say if you read what they want, they just want them to take it out of the commercial. They're not saying boycott Peloton. They're not saying burn yeah. your bikes. They're just saying like they want to get this on Peloton's radar. So maybe they'll go and, and tweak this commercial so it's not in there anymore. That doesn't seem like a radical thing to ask. But why should they have to pay for it again? I mean, it's not like they're like encouraging teenagers to smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it just feels like it's a lot to ask of a company that there are so many commercials like if we're gonna if we're gonna pick on every commercial that does something wrong i need a list i need a big like like because i will start watching shit and i will tell you everything they all do wrong and and i guess that's my point like why like to me this is more about getting attention because peloton is click worthy right now than it is about the actual problem now i don't want people to misunderstand i'm not saying you should go throw a bunch of stuff in a crib i'm not like yeah. like pro endanger the babies it's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is why is it that it's it's this commercial that we're focused on well i mean i I'm, i don't know i guess because it's like that's what this organization is has tasked themselves with with tackling is this particular issue and so when they see a commercial that is doing the opposite of what they're trying to get people to do they're going to want to draw attention to it that that doesn't seem so crazy like if me. they have if they like find somebody in a commercial using blinds and they hang past the they're like near the crib are, are they getting on those people too like i, I would i that's don't the know kind of, i have i mean I, <laughs> i'm not I like, i'm not pre- blaming you i'm, I'm asking yeah like i you know it, it just seems it just seems like i'm sure if they show if they pan the bedroom and there was a tv sitting on top of a dresser somebody'd be like don't do that well, and maybe you're right. And and I will also say, to, to your point, uh, there have been a lot of people from the medical community, CPS community. There have been a lot of people that have spoken up and said, hey, it's it is a problem. And like, you should not normalize it to right. your point. And I really I don't think that any of us are like, you should normalize it. I think yeah. we're all just like, really? Like another thing that you yeah. find fault with? It just... Just based on our tiny, tiny, tiny little indent in the world being there's everybody has a comment or a thought about every single thing that is said. And so I just feel like where's the line? You know, I look at it through the prism of of a few weeks back. Yeah. We were mistaken about how deaf people like to be referred to. Okay, People brought that to our attention. Yeah. And then we addressed it. And now we know. And I, I look at it as the same thing that, you know, they're not suing Peloton. They're not like I said, they're not calling for a boycott of the company. They're just saying, hey, Peloton, here's something we don't think you're you're aware of, or at least the people who the company you hired to make this commercial wasn't aware of. And, you know, could you tweak it? So couldn't they just send an email? Like, does it really have to be a yeah, petition but- and a press release? And 
but on I, that. But I think we've seen how Peloton responds to straight email sometimes. Okay, that's fair. You know what I mean? That's like, fair. I, so I, I don't know that sending one email is going to get them any traction. I, we also don't know that they haven't already tried it. But Okay, that's a good point, too. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know that sending one straight email is going to get that issue addressed. So, uh, you know, like... Well, I have to say, I worry for people that just don't have common sense to to talk to their doctors and listen to what their doctors say. Like, yeah. I, I genuinely have... I have a lot of concern. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't watch TV to get advice about what to do with my kids. And I don't think anybody should. And so, I, I hope... I hope everybody that is watching that commercial has enough common sense to talk to their doctor. Yeah, like I said, it's been 16 years since I've had to deal with an infant. 16 and a half. Yeah, so. I mean, just from when we were kids to when I had kids. I, I don't know what if it was like that for your boys, and, but like they had to be flipped over a different way. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I think it's a cultural shift, and I think it's only going to get worse the older you get because they're always... They're always kind of finding new things like this. And so I remember there were things when the boys were infants where my mother was just like, oh, well, do you know, here, let's let's cut up hot dogs or whatever. And they'd be like, well, well, mom, you can't do that. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with you? I totally she, remember and, and, my, my dad giving my daughter peanut butter when she was like an infant. Yeah. You know? And I was like, what are you doing? And right. he's like, what are you talking and, about? And, and I guarantee you he's saying the same thing that a lot of people right now are saying like, well, when I was a kid and I turned out fine. It's like, well, it's because all the kids that didn't turn out fine aren't here to say I did not turn out fine. Fair enough. So fair enough. Tom wins. <laughs> Never thought I'd be the sensitive one. <laughs> Normally, I'm the one like. I mean, I think I just come down to like, it just feels like they're just nitpicking. Like, and, I, I and just that, as a person who puts stuff out there in the world totally. and then has people shit on it all the time. <laughs> like, because it's like you don't even pay attention to the, the hundred totally. nice things that are yeah. said. You or, only hear the one and that if you're not, bitched at you. And the thing is, if you're not looking for it, it comes and goes so quickly in the commercial that you're just like, it's just a baby in a crib. I mean, seriously, yeah. if somebody, like, that's what I'm like, who, who notices this shit? Yeah. <laughs> the people who have a foundation tasked with stopping it. Well, I hope that they save babies. Me too. So uh, we just got done talking about Bob Tremor, but he uh, posted. He's back. He's back. He uh, posted a tweet about uh, the summer internship program at Peloton. They're looking for interns. So. Yeah. So June 8th through August 13th in New York City. They're looking for rising juniors and seniors. So get on it, y'all. Yeah. That's amazing. Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. So uh, joining us again is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen or her long running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show. She's written four best selling books and she was a five year national team member in rhythmic gymnastics and sports psychology for the USA Gymnastics. Dr. Jen Mann. Hi. Hey. So uh, our question this time out comes from Andrea Meyer, mm -hmm. and she says uh, she wants to know how to set up a longer term plan to achieve fitness goals rather than picking whatever workout sounds good that day and how to level up once you've gotten through the step of actually doing something every day. I love this. You know, I am someone that even though, as you mentioned, I've been on the national team for five years, you know, that was many decades ago. <laughs> but you um, still did it. It counts. I, I still did it. But I didn't I didn't start out my adult fitness life at that level. Okay. And, you know, before Peloton, I was working out two or three times like, you know, I would take a class in, in, in a gym, like a, a boot camp kind of class. 
I'm now someone who I work out an hour a day, seven days a week. I have like an active rest day. So it's been something I built on and I built on very slowly. And a lot of people who follow me on social media or um, have, have seen kind of like what good shape I'm in now at this point in my life, kind of look at that and go, oh, well, I should work out seven days a week. No, (laughs) you don't go from zero to a hundred. And I didn't even plan to be where I am. But what happened was I did exactly what this person's asking about is I built on it in small steps. And I think that really the the key to having a long-term fitness program that works for you and growing is, first of all, to have someone who is more knowledgeable about this stuff than you who can help you come up with a plan. You know, the beginning of this year, I sat down and met with someone via Zoom, of course, in a pandemic, um, (laughs) and made my plan for the next few months that I had made a plan for last year with the help of a coach. And kind of, I was loving my plan, but I started to feel like I'm just really burnt out. Like, my legs, I'm getting on the bike and my legs are tired and like, I feel like, oh, another 10-minute core, another 10-minute, like, I know this day I do that. And I just kind of needed to shake it up. Like, I felt like I was mentally burnt out and even physically burnt out. And during the break, kind of just sort of, I did exactly what this person's doing. I just was like, I'm just going to do whatever workout I feel like. I'm going to keep it really light. And I'm going to just let my body kind of rest. And then I'm going to get on track with kind of my new fitness plan. And it's really important to start at the level you're at, not the level you aspire to be at. And I think where most people make the biggest mistake is that they make their goals so high that they're not in line with what they're capable of. They end up getting injured. It's unrealistic based on their schedule, their life, that they have kids, that they have a job, that like all of this sort of stuff. And it's very important to keep all those things in mind. And it's like, I've met with people before to kind of come up with this and like, you know, where they've said like, oh, well, you know, go out to the park and go running. Like, I don't have the time to drive to the park and go (laughs) running, even though I would love to put on my, you know, Peloton earphones and have Maddie talking to me and doing some 80s tunes as I'm right. Like, I don't have time for that. So it has to be something that fits with your life, fits with your schedule, fitness, fits with where you are in fitness. And you want it to be just challenging enough to help you grow, but not so challenging that you injure yourself, you burn yourself out, or you feel discouraged. And it's important to change it when you start to feel like it's stale. And I also think that every day shouldn't be the same. You you want to, when you work with a coach, most coaches will tell you that you want to, you know, most people do like a leg day, an arm day or lower body an upper body, all that kind of stuff. You don't want to be doing legs five days a week or, you know, doing the same workout over and over. You want to really vary it up. And one of the things about Peloton that's so great is it's so easy to shake things up. Mm -hmm. There are so many different classes. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but well, I should say, I don't know about you, Crystal, yeah. <laughs> but I rarely take the same class twice. There, Very there are maybe rarely. five classes I take repeatedly, like 
Robin's Greatest Showman, the Billy Joel, any Billy Joel ride or run. <laughs> and there are a few abs classes, especially like Olivia and Bax that like I'll take over and over again. But you have so many opportunities to have fresh classes and to move different parts of yourself in different ways that it does keep it fresh, but really coming up with a plan, ideally with someone who has a background in fitness and is knowledgeable and understands your fitness level and any injuries you have. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for all of that. Before we go, uh, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, you know, all of those at Dr. Jen man, two ends on Jen, two ends on man. And I generally post and include, you know, my Insta magazine column and all that sort of stuff. And I post on my Insta stories, all of my Peloton workouts. Awesome. Peloton in the news. And Cody was on the today show. He was, uh, and he surprised them. Um, I think it was over the weekend. He showed up and worked out with them, did a ride with them. And uh, he also gave them, like showed them how to do a recipe for overnight oats. And I think he did like a stretch or a meditation. I, mean, I think it was a meditation. He did that also. How long so, was he on there for? I don't That's know. It was a whole thing, though. Then he did the weather forecast. <laughs> And he did a brief segment about a water skiing squirrel. No, but I'll tell you what. We got into a really interesting conversation about this on Clubhouse on the weekend. And Mm -hmm. uh, you guys need to pop on to Clubhouse because we got deep into what this commercial meant, like what the segment meant, what it could mean for Peloton long term. And I'm going to leave it at that. But okay. it's interesting. <laughs> and the thing is with Clubhouse, it's not the, recorded. It, they're not recorded. They don't live anywhere. Nope. So you, you got to experience them in real time. It's fleeting. Yes. But it was a really fun conversation. So <sighs> again, just such another example of uh, how Peloton keeps growing. Absolutely. Oh, I want to mention, too, that um, when Cody was on there, they, there is a lot of people kind of putting two and two together, and they believe that's why so many of Cody's classes were canceled in the last couple of weeks, because then he had to quarantine after he, he went to go do that segment. Ah. Um, and while we're talking about classes being canceled... There's been a lot of this happening lately, mm-hmm. but um, several of Robin's classes were canceled today. And so now everyone is like, what's going on with the baby? Does this mean something? I don't know. I haven't heard. Yeah. But when I do, when I find out, I will be posting. So. And a lot of times it's just. Could be nothing. Could be nothing. Like it literally could just be that like she's not going to be exercising anymore. Yeah. It also could be they were like, you need to quarantine because X, Y, Z or right. who knows? Or, like, so no, no need to panic. I don't mean anything is wrong with the baby. It's not right. what I meant. Like I actually meant like maybe, maybe she was having the baby early, you know, things like that. Right. But we don't know anything. Or maybe she's just, you know, the morning sickness is getting to her or something. Who knows? It could be something as mundane as that. Totally. And Peloton got a mention on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, the popular NPR quiz show. Yeah, I guess they quizzed uh, the White House press secretary all about Peloton. Yes. And what was going on with Biden yeah. and what his leaderboard name was. And she and she claims to not know what his leaderboard yeah, name is. Yeah, you know that's BS. They got that shit locked down. We've got our first cover up. In the Biden administration. There we go. Oh, joking, joking, guys, joking. <laughs> um, but uh, how fun is this? If you do check out the link, uh, it starts at three minutes and 19 seconds. So that makes it nice and easy for you to find. Go straight to it. And also, uh, one of the comedians who is on the show, uh, y- Yasser Lester, I believe, s- says that he also has a Peloton. So oh, very cool. We have another Peloton celebrity sighting. They're everywhere now. They are. 
Shape Magazine has an article about the best Peloton instructor to match your workout style. Didn't someone else do this last week? Mm-hmm. It was a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And it wasn't Shape. It was, like you said, a different outlet. Uh, yeah. I think it was Pop Sugar. Okay. That sounds um, right. But uh, I think this is a different list. Gotcha. So um, th- these look like different instructors than what I remember. Gotcha. But I thought it was interesting that... There was a wider variety of instructors. Like it was a longer list, so there were more instructors mentioned. Gotcha. Also, I asked people who their go-to instructors were in their opinion, Mm -hmm. and people had lots to say. And people cracked me up who put like 15 different instructors. (laughs) They were like, for this and this and this. If it's it's, rainy. But it's true because you have like different instructors for different moods. Like it's a thing, man. It's a thing. Um, So I thought it was funny. It's great. But you guys need to check out the article just for grins. And then Robin Arzan was on the podcast Think About It with Victoria. 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 So my the the preview window for the Zoom call that we use is over her last name. So I can't. So that's my excuse. Azarenka. Okay. I thought you were just struggling with it. No, I just, I'm literally blocked on my computer. Well, the interesting thing is, is that she just launched this podcast, and um, and that uh, there were she launched it with several episodes right out of the gate, okay. and Robin was number five. How about that? Yeah, pretty cool. Makes me feel better about our podcast because we we launched with a Peloton instructor. Yeah, they were number one for right us. out of the gate. Yeah. We didn't make them wait. Mm-hmm. We were like, boom, went right to it. Matt Wilpers. Yep. Done. Yep. Doesn't that seem like a million years ago? It does. And then I don't have a fancy thing to share on this one, but uh, Sam Yo was interviewed by past guest Jenny Hutt. Yes. And Peloton owner. Yes. On her Sirius XM show. Yeah. And um, I think that you can find those, like if you go look, like there, a lot of people have those stored. So okay. like on Sirius, I think you can go find that. And it, But I, I didn't get to listen to it. I just saw that it occurred. So right. I wanted to make sure we told people. Um, he, he was... Uh, Nope, it wasn't him. I never mind. I was going to say he did something else recently, too, but it was a different instructor. Well, if you want to re-up your SiriusXM account, I only get about 75 emails a day. <laughs> I know. They they hit hard. <laughs> they they don't stop, it's, man. It's worse than quitting the gym when yeah. you want to quit Sirius. <laughs> it's like, dude, we're not driving. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and we have Spotify. So the Super Bowl is upon us. It is. At least that's what it says in the paper. Uh, and, yeah. And I wouldn't know. But uh, and that means lots of Super Bowl ads. And there's one for, what is it? Scott's, Scott's and Miracle Grow. Miracle Grow. And Emma Lovewell pops up in there. Yeah. So it's like midway. And it's like, it's a quick, if you if you blink at the wrong time, yeah. you're going to miss it. But she gets name checked. She Not does. her last name, but her first name. Yeah. And there's a lot of stars in this. There she is. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stars in it. So if you're looking for it, it's about 20, 25 seconds in to the 45 cent- second commercial. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it is pretty funny. That's really all I watch the Super Bowl for. I just don't really care. But I will be taking Jen Sherman's last for this season last football ride. Yeah, I don't even watch it for the commercials anymore because they're all on YouTube. I know. You don't really need to, especially when they're out before the game. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Thanks for saving me the time, YouTube. <laughs> and then uh, we came across this article. Uh, it was getting shared on the OPP. Thought it was interesting. Every yeah. once in a while, something cool pops up there. We do still read it, so you don't have to. We do. And here, here we culled something from there. <laughs> uh, and it's all about this mom who's riding her Peloton bike for 24 hours straight for charity. I guess it's already occurred now. It did, yeah. It was yeah. last Saturday. But here's the cool thing. 
we are going to be interviewing her. She's going to be on the show. So you're going to get to hear all of her details. All about her 24 hours on the bike. Yeah. And uh, she's she is quite the go getter. And when you guys hear the story about how this all happened, how she made it happen um, (laughs) and how much money they raise like this is this is not a small operation. And it's but but it is a small operation. No, I mean, like small dollar amount. Right. Like it. But it's not this huge. It's not the United Way or no or, or the National Breast Cancer Foundation. No, it's a, it's a grassroots it. kind yeah. of thing, and, and she just does it out of her house. But they, but they've raised hundreds of thousands, like over a million dollars. Yeah. In the- Ten years they've been doing it or whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. So, uh, but it's a it's a fun interview. So that'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks. So uh, watch this space. And then speaking of uh, the OPP, everyone's been sharing this one from the Holderness family. Yeah, it has been shared about a billion times. The five stages of Peloton. Uh, it is pretty funny though mm-hmm. if you haven't yeah. watched it. Like if I you're, out, I meant in the general. Oh, I gotcha. meant the general you, the royal you. If you have not watched it, you definitely you can relate. Yeah. You can relate to it. It's funny. Uh, she starts off with the like she's like ugh that company back yeah. back when the <laughs> commercial came out last year, and then it's it's her process through the quarantine and and getting her own bike and how she reacts to it. I won't spoil it for you because. Yeah. Because it's a lot more fun to watch than hear me say it, but go check it out. Yeah, it's everywhere on the internet, or if you don't want to go digging for it, you, you sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com, and it will be included in this week's uh, this week's email. It'll come to you. It'll come to you, and you won't have to go hunting for it. Checking out the competition. So another week, another story about Soul Cycle shitting the bed. <laughs> That Man. seems to be their brand as of late. It has like, been a rough year for SoulCycle. <laughs> I, I I feel a little sorry for them. Like it's just it's uh, it's just been piled on. Yeah. But uh, one of their instructors. This is not actually something Soul and Soul Cycle actually did. Right. But it, it just. But one of their instructors. So it does reflect on them. It does, especially yeah. because um, she used her status as an instructor. Exactly. Um, but what she did is she used her status as an instructor to get a vaccine. Like way ahead of when she should like it wasn't near her. She had to go an hour away on yeah. Staten Island. It was Stacy Griffith. We haven't said her Thank name. Thank you, Stacy yeah. Griffith. And um, so what she did is she was like they were looking for instructors K through twelve, and then they did like a lottery. Well, she was like, well, I teach Soul Cycle, so I'm an, I'm instructor. an instructor. Yeah. And um, and then after she got the vaccine, she then posted everywhere about it and how awesome she was. Yeah. <laughs> And totally justified it. And as this article says, and all hell broke loose yes. because it did. I mean, it was bad. Yes. And um, I think people were like really trolling SoulCycle hard over this. Well, so now um, she apologized mm-hmm. over the weekend and she said for from the bottom of her heart, she apologized for her actions and she realizes her mistake. So here's the real question. <laughs> Is she getting the second Is she going to get that second dose? <laughs> what you doing now, Stacey? I, I mean, yeah, she I mean, will. she's almost got to. Right, uh, because you, then it would be a waste. If not, then it would go to waste. So she, yeah. she, she kind of has to. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a tricky situation, and there's there's been a lot of con- like I don't even want to say controversy necessarily with these other things, but like there's a whole group popping up called vaccine hunters, and they'll they'll go around to places because a lot of times at the end of the day, the, you know, there's a certain number of doses in a vial, and they'll have leftover doses, and they either have to administer them or throw them away. So they'd rather them go to someone that isn't prioritized than just pitch them. And so people set up camp and wait for them. Right. And right. So on the one hand, 
you're like, well, that's well, yeah. if they're just going to throw it away, you might as well give it to somebody. But on the other hand, you do have this kind of odd thing of like, well, but only certain people kind of have the luxury of being able to camp outside the local CVS in the hopes that there's three extra doses. Right. And, if you're working two jobs and, right. you know, you have kids and they're in school and yeah, yeah, you don't have that luxury. Right. So like you don't want it to go to waste, but you also it, it's also a little frustrating that maybe the people that really need it the most can't get off work. To go wait like that So it's yeah, a, it's a and, delicate balance And I saw dozens of stories of people Just responding to our Our post about it That they knew people who um, You know had cancer Or right. they had parents with cancer And like they can't get it right. But she just waltzes in and gets it Like it created a lot of derision <laughs> Yeah I get it I mean you know where I work we're, we're a vaccination location We're actually vaccinating people in the building And so I get calls from people all the time That are like but you know with stories like that And I'm like I don't control it right. Like it's just going on in our facility And but they're giving me this sob story And I'm like there's nothing I can do It's it's uh, it's a tough time I'll be Glad when that fully ramps up. Me too. The manufacturing of it, that is. Yeah. And and the distribution. Well, sure. <laughs> and then Apple Fitness Plus is soon going to work on a lot more TVs. Yeah. As as the people who sent this to me said, they listen to you. They heard you. I'm pretty confident Apple's not listening to us. Yeah, me too. Because um, I've asked to been featured in New and Notable like 15 times and they haven't. So <laughs> if you're going to listen to us, Apple, this isn't the part we wanted you to listen to. <laughs> Listen to the part where you put us on the main page of iTunes. It did. It did crack me up though uh, that they they did this. So now you're finally going to be able to cast to smart TVs, which is that's how it should have been from day one. Totally. But hey, at least they're fixing it. Um, and I will give them. It didn't take them like three years to make it happen. That Sorry, Peloton, yeah. but you were a little sloppy on the Android <laughs> users. And um, while we're talking about Apple, I know I don't have it written down here, but we had talked last week about how they were doing the uh, collaboration with Dolly Parton, their first mm-hmm. music one. Yeah. Well, this. This week for Black History Month, they announced Ibram. What is uh oh how to be an anti racist? I'm totally blanking on his last name. Sorry, I got nothing. The guy who wrote How to Be an Anti Racist. Yeah. Um, well that's that's who they have. And they're oh, okay. like he's he's doing a like he's reading to them. So that's I mean that's kind of a big get. Yeah, totally. Like, he's a big deal. He absolutely is. He's <laughs> got a big message and it's a big month. So I thought that was an interesting, um, uh, you know, I have to give Apple credit. That is a different kind of collaboration right. than I have seen other fitness. I, qu- I, I am kind of like, how does that work in terms of a fitness class? But, I don't know. <laughs> but but you're right. It is different. It's, yeah. It's, they're not just, you know, exactly. repurposing what, what they've seen Peloton doing. Right. That is different. It might Even if it doesn't work, they're doing something different. And I have to applaud them for that. Yeah. And then Echelon keeps rolling out the stars. <laughs> Here's Terrell Owens. Yeah, and this is courtesy of Run, Lift, and Live. Yes. Uh, thank just you, John to be Mills. clear. Yes, thank you, John. Um, so apparently, now I don't really know who this is, but I know that people were giving him lots of um, grief. Yeah. So whoever this is in the world, people are not impressed with him. It's sports thing. I know yeah, that. I do know that, but <laughs> that's as much as I know, which is it surprising that we don't know, really? No. And I, <laughs> I commented when he posted that, I was like, Echelon's trying to bring the heat, but it's more like they're bringing the lukewarm. <laughs> <laughs> It's also, I think it's funny that it's in his driveway. I know. Like, he's just like, you ain't bringing that in my house. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So I don't know if this is truly a competitor, but I didn't know where else to put it. So there's a, uh, so what, Verizon is doing this? 
Yeah, and it's really just more of a like places that instructors are found because that's really what this is about. So there is an app which, <laughs> ironically, is only on Google. Google Play. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've got an Apple, mm-hmm. it's just it the figures. world taunting you. So it's called it's called Verizon. AR Pro Interactive, and uh, it allows you to do like a VR experience with all of these different athletes, and one of them is Robin Arzon. How about that? And one of the things that you can do uh, with this app is you bring it up and you can like pose with a picture, like pose a picture with that person. Gotcha. Um, So you can only do it on a 5G uh, phone, and you have to have 5G wideband on your Verizon phone and it has to be google so it's pretty selective yeah that's a lot of if then statements yes (laughs) yes it is but now i can't do it anymore would you like to borrow my phone oh my phone's not 5g is it because i'm i i legit thought about making you go up your phone just so i could play around with it (laughs) maybe i should just go into the store and be like i want to play with this app make this happen (laughs) yeah they might do it for you it's one of their apps i know i could just pretend i'm gonna buy it yeah And then uh, Dennis was listed as doing a meditation, and then it went away. Yeah, February 15th, and all of the Dennis menaces went crazy. They were like, ah, and then like two seconds later, I was like, no. So do you think it was a mistake, happened early, somebody typed in the wrong name? I think it was a typo. I think it was a typo because Peloton makes a big deal when they add in new stuff for the instructors. Sure. So like whenever Olivia added in the the bike and the run mm-hmm. uh they at they like they made a big deal about that right that didn't and whenever dennis joined yoga they made a big deal about that that wasn't just like oh they threw him on the so, schedule yeah so that makes sense i think it was just a typo gotcha but people were really ecstatic so peloton if you're listening everyone wants dennis to be a meditation instructor because they love his voice <laughs> Just telling you what they said. And then Maddie has a new challenge. He does. Yeah. So last year, what he did for the uh, for an entire month, he had a whole core challenge. So he went back through a bunch of his core classes and made a challenge for everybody. Well, this year it's called the Encore 28 because it's Encore. Get okay. It? And um, and so it's going to be the second version. And he posted the first seven this week. These, these are totally doable. Like we're talking no more than 20 minutes a day, of core. And uh, it's a lot of fun. He made this little scorecard so you can like put on IG as you are on Instagram as you take him. You can oh, like okay. put your little X's oh, gotcha. on it so yeah. you can see where your classes are. And uh, he's been making sure to post those in his stories. So you can also get featured in his stories if you're doing this. And I want to make sure that everybody knows that it is no longer Maddie's body party over on Facebook for some reason, he wanted to change the name. Mm-hmm. I think he just felt like New Year, New Us. Okay. And uh, so it is no longer Maddie's Body Party. It is now Maddie's Magic Makers, as in okay. how you spell magic like Majacomo. Right. So it's M-A-G-G-I-C. Gotcha. So brand new name, brand new year. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Cindy Leonard. Hey, Cindy. How's it going? Hi. Going great. How about you? Good. Good. I always enjoy the end of the day whenever I get to do fun stuff instead of work. I'm sure you're the same way. <laughs> oh, yes. That's for sure. <laughs> so how did you originally find Peloton? And, and what time frame was it? 
So it's funny. I, my fiance is like always sending me like very expensive things. And <laughs> he's just like, what about this? What about this? And I'm always like, no, but it was around 2019, the end of 2019. He sent me the Peloton and I'm like, yeah, okay. Like whatever. And then I started looking into it and I was like, wow, this thing's kind of cool. <laughs> um, so then I'm like, okay, I want one for my birthday, you know, just like my birthday's in January. So I'm like, uh, yeah, I want one for my birthday. Just like kidding around. And then come my birthday, there it is in the room. And I was like, Oh my God, you really got a Peloton. <laughs> um, now I'm forced to like work out every day because you spent all this money on this bike. I can't just let it collect dust. Um, so I was like, well, now I have to exercise. Um, so yeah, I guess he brought it to my attention and then like the commercials and it's all over. So I started to get an interest really through that. And then, yeah, like I said, he surprised me. And I was like, oh, I guess now I have a Peloton. I gotta go on it. So was he already your fiance when he got you the Peloton? Or is it like an engagement <laughs> Peloton? No, no, no. He was already my fiance. Okay. We've been together like seven years now. It's kind of like a super long engagement. We'll get married eventually, sort of thing. <laughs> totally um, understand. But... <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's... Yeah, that that would have been a good gift, though. I have to say, instead of a ring, uh, an engagement Peloton is not a bad thing. It's not. That is definitely not a bad thing. I think <laughs> for sure I definitely would have preferred the Peloton. And to any men listening out there right now, this is complete bullshit. <laughs> Nothing they're saying is true right now. If you show up with an engagement Peloton, you're going to go home with a Peloton and single. So oh, no. like, they're saying all, none of it's true. Not one bit of it. <laughs> Hey, I would have liked it. I mean, there's I'm sure there's certain women that would prefer a Peloton there, Tom. I, I agree. I'm with Cindy on this one. Okay, so uh, I guess that makes sense because I saw your, your post on uh, the OPP and you talked about your progress a year, a year's worth of progress. So uh, do you mind kind of sharing what the contents, I mean, the basic contents of that post were and what inspired you to post that? Yeah. So I had a lot of success in my year of Peloton, but it was, I think it was more like the years leading up to it that like really pushed me to like post. So in 2016, and this is what the post said. So in 2016, I had my first kid and yeah, with my fiance too, that's how long we've been together forever. It's just, we'll get married eventually. But so in 2016, I had my daughter and then three months later lost my dad. So he had a lung disease. It just came to the end of it. And so that was tough having like a newborn on top of now, like dealing with that. I was like, okay, this is tough. So that was a struggle. And then in 2018, I had my son um, two months early and then my mom died three months later. So like, yes, after the birth of both my children, three, literally three months later, I lost both parents. Yikes. So that was a struggle. And then in 2017, in between this, I lost my grandma who was like very close to my family. So I'm like, oh man, like, come on life. Like, what do you keep doing this to me? So I kind of spent like 2019, I would say like feeling sorry for myself. I'm like, um, like life, you keep handing me all this crap. Like, this is bullshit. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, how much do you think I can handle? I'm only like, I'm only been on this earth. Like at that point, I was like 26 years or I'm like, come on. That's um, a lot. So then, yeah, I spent the whole 2019, I would call like feeling sorry for myself. And then towards the end of 2019, like I didn't lose any of the baby weight. I was kind of just like disgusted. It was myself. I played softball my whole life. I was like used to being in shape. I was like in shape when I was, I got pregnant with my daughter. So I'm like, towards the end of 2019, I literally was like the heaviest I was. I was like sitting at like almost 200 pounds. And I'm just like, this is not like who I am. So then 
I think my fiance kind of like sensed that too. Like I needed something like, so that's when I got the Peloton and I was like, you know what, let's just, let's see what this thing is. And then, so I started going on it and then I fell in love with it and being consistent on that. Cause I would say like, I drink my water. I'm not the best eater. Like if I want the bar, the candy bar, like I'm eating that candy bar. Like life is too short not to eat the candy bar. Amen. But I would, yeah. So I was like, I am going to just ride this thing like five days a week, whatever. And then I just loved it. And I started doing it more and I started incorporating like strength. And I'm like, wow, this thing is great. Like I literally have my own like motivational speaker on the other side telling me I could do it on the days I'm like, I can't be here. They're like, yes, you can. I'm like, yes, I can. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So that helped. And then after a year, so all 2020, I dedicated to the Peloton, dedicated to like self-improvement. I had to dig myself out of this hole that I didn't want to be in anymore. I'm like, it's, it's time to like move on. Like I spent a whole year feeling sorry for myself and I just can't spend any like another minute of my life doing that. So I did. And that really helped me. And I don't know, like I started gaining confidence in myself. I dropped 50 pounds. I got into like meditation with like really like the self-awareness, like taking a minute for like my mental state and with kids. And I'm a a ninth grade English teacher. So with all my school babies and my real babies, I'm like, it was nice to like have those moments for myself. And I started to really, really enjoy it because that was like my only time, like I dedicated to me. And I was like, I need this, like everybody needs this time. So yeah, after one year, I'm down 50 pounds. And yes, (laughs) and I like to say I am definitely in the best shape, like physically and like mentally of my life, despite any kind of hardship. You are so. just beaming. You look so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. I was like, I'm always, yeah, I'm a pretty happy person. <laughs> That's quite an accomplishment. I mean, I, I think it's really healthy to take time to, to grieve and I can understand why you needed that time. And uh, I think it's also really healthy that you recognized, okay, I want to do something different now. So I, I think that's pretty great. Yes. Thank yeah, you. agree. And I'm like, and beaming, and you spend all day with ninth graders. Yes, like, I that's, know. That I would not awful. be beaming at the end of that day. Let me tell you. I ya. know they're they're funny. They're so cute. Um, they're actually the <laughs> they're actually the youngest class I've ever taught. I had seniors. This is my sixth or sixth year, seventh year. Sorry, I keep forgetting now of teaching. And like, I just keep like I had seniors my whole career. They're like, can you teach freshmen? I'm like, freshmen? They're like babies you want me to teach freshmen um but I did and I love them they're just so cute (laughs) I do so I'm just curious like if so if you're a teacher in English are you just teaching like the same five books for the rest of your life does it ever change (laughs) is it always just like Huck Finn catcher in the ride kill a mockingbird Huck Finn catcher in the ride Um, kill a mockingbird (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, the beauty, the beauty of it was I did have seniors. And then last year I had 11th and 10th grade. So I switched it up then. And then now with the freshmen, I have a whole new group of books. But yes, I'm pretty sure if I continue to teach freshmen, it's just going to be them reading like the Joy Luck Club now for the rest of my life. Is that what that like, <laughs> is that the ninth I feel grade book? old that like books. <laughs> I remember when that was a new book. Like that's, yes. And like they teach I mean, it in school. Oh my God. Yeah. That's awful. That is our, that's, I mean, we spent the majority of this quarter just doing like a research paper. So they were dealing with a lot of nonfiction articles. So now we're tackling the Joy Luck Club third quarter. 
I haven't told them that yet. So if they get this at some point, they get a little preview of what's ahead. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, So what kind of um, fitness changes have you made? Are you, do you only work on the out on the bike? It said, you said you were adding in strength. So like, do you have a routine where it's like, okay, this many days I do the bike, this many days I do strength, or is it just kind of like whatever you feel like that day when you wake up? Yeah. So at first it was mostly um, cycling. And then I was just tacking on like that 10 minute arms and toning at the end. And I'm just like, well, this is enough. And then like, I was like, well, let's like dabble into it more. So now I two days of strength and then I'll do like at least three days of cycling. Um, So I'll separate them. And I'm still trying to figure that out, like the best schedule. So I'm like, I think for now, like I'll stick to the two days strength, three days cycling, but I'm thinking like maybe starting to do like just like a little bit of both each day. I don't know. I'm still messing around with like how I'm going to schedule it. But based yeah, on now it's the two days. Based on my experience, it you never find a perfect thing because every time you get into a rhythm, you're like, well, I should probably change it up again. Yes. <laughs> and then like Peloton will do a challenge like try Pilates. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do Pilates. And then now I'm in pain. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I try. That's what I like too. like they challenge you to kind of go outside your comfort zone. It's like. I'm like big with the challenges like I always want. And now everybody pretty much in my family's gotten one after I have because I don't <laughs> stop talking about it. Like my sister, <laughs> like literally my cousin, my sister, my two best friends, like all have Pelotons now. So it's nice. Like we'll challenge each other, work out together. So I'm like, oh, did you get the gold yet for this month? Because I did. Um, so <laughs> like it's nice to kind of like stay on top of each other and like motivate each other too. That's awesome. And hopefully you got some great referral codes and therefore got yes. some swag for yourself that yeah that's the only way i get the swag is when i get to the <laughs> i can't imagine if he's willing to buy you a peloton for your birthday that that there's going to be problems buying stuff at the boutique Call i know crazy. he actually bought me stuff for um christmas i have one on right now so the whole coffee peloton wine nice, nice um so yeah, he does. He'll buy it for me. I just like look at it. I'm like, I can't buy this for myself. But then he usually, yeah, he'll be like, all right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> if you insist. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I love it. <laughs> so what do you think about Peloton keeps like pulling you back in? What, what do you think is, is keeping you there? I think it's definitely just like the instructors. I think it's because there's an instructor like for every mood that you're in. And it's like, I know who I'm going to take. Like when I want to be goofy, I'm going to take Cody. Like if I need to be like inspired, I'm taking Robin. Um, Like if I need that push of motivation, like Allie loves, she's like, yes or yes. I'm like, okay. So I feel like it's definitely the instructors. And it's nice because like the days, like I remember when I used to like try to go to the gym and run and then I never stuck to anything this long. But it's like when you're just running on the pellet or like the treadmill and you're staring at the wall and it's like kind of boring, you can just like stop versus when you have the instructor there and they're like pushing you to try harder. And it's always something different because of all the classes, you're not doing that same thing over and over again. And I think it's like definitely the instructors and then the variety that comes with having a Peloton for sure. I, I would agree with that. I think those are go- both good points. I uh, took an eight, a 45-minute 80s run with Maddie this morning. And I was kind of crabby because it was 5 a.m. and I really didn't want to be there. And uh, as soon as I get on the tread, the first it opens with, 
this is going to be good music. Whatever mood you're in, it's going to be better by the end of it. And then like halfway through, yes. he was like, he was like, I lied. Halfway through, you're going to be in a better mood. And I was, I was smiling by halfway through. I was like, yes, you got me. It's, so, it's beautiful. And I'm just like, I'll sit there too. I'm like, oh, and then like they say things and like, they like speak to your soul. And I'm just like, oh my, okay. Yes, I could go harder. You're right. Let's do it. Um, and then I go harder. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a uh, instructor of choice? So I have like a top four because I like really can't decide. You can't do that to me. Um, <laughs> so like Robin, she's just incredible. Like just like who she is as a person. And now she's like just pregnant and still being a boss. It's just like, what? So Robin, Allie, Chunde, and Cody are my top four for that's, sure. That's a good, that's a good solid quadruple. Of now let's make her rank them. Yes. Put them in order. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what does your profile say? Like, if you were to look and like, whenever you got your end of the year, who did you take the most? Going, Robin. Robin. Okay. It was Robin. It was Robin. <laughs> it's like because I have a lot of those days where I don't feel like being there at five a.m. Like you were saying, and it's like I know she's the one that's gonna like be like, let's go. Like yeah. you can do this, and so I usually go to her. Um, but then Tune Day too. Like I recently really been getting into Tune Day. Uh, Cause she too, like talks about like her own personal like battles that she had in her life. And like, I'm like, look at this girl, like she's gone through so much and like, she can show up every day and she looks incredible. And so she kind of like inspires me too to like, keep pushing regardless of what you go through. Cause I mean, look at her, she's just killing it. I, I she's absolutely been through a lot. agree. We, we were lucky enough to get to interview her. Yeah. And um, one of the things that she said that really stood out to me was I, I was asking her about like how she stays motivated to like always eat well, like whenever you don't want to. Cause like, like you said, you want to eat, life's too short for the chocolate, not to right. have the chocolate bar. <laughs> and she said, she said that it's all about how you feel, focusing on how you feel and not focusing on like how you look. And I thought I thought that was a really smart way to look at it. And it's always stuck with me ever since we talked to her. I really love that. She's yeah, great. I do. I love that, too. And I feel like that's probably another part, like reason why I keep coming back, because like after this year, I just feel so much better. And it's like, well, I can a lot of that is because of this bike. Yes. Um, so why would I stop going on it when like it just like makes you feel so much better. Like I get off the ride and I'm just like, oh, I feel incredible. And it's like, it's funny at work. Like we have like group meetings in the morning and like the one topic that's always brought up is, well, Cindy, how many miles did you ride this morning? I'm like, well, it's like um 15 and it's only seven o'clock. How about you? But, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm like a boss. I am. <laughs> that's awesome. And now with COVID, you're literally riding your Peloton to work every day. <laughs> Literally, yes, it's great. So what about what about the community? Which is your favorite Peloton group? So I'm a part of like many of them on Facebook. Like I literally I think I'm in all of them. Um I do love the Love Squad, but I do like the Robin's Wolf Pack too. I mean I can't really pick. I'm literally in all of them. So (laughs) (laughs) I just yeah, I mean and then there's like Peloton moms, like the hashtag that I'm a part of that I love that too. Yeah. It's just nice to come with like other moms together. And it's like, listen, we're taking this time for us. Like now, these kids take all our time. Like this is our time. Yeah. How old are your kids right now? So, like you said, 2016 and 18. So, yes. two and four. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a lot yep. of time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They are crazy. And yeah, my four year old actually, she goes to school. So, like, that's good. So, I'm working, but I still have the two year old here, like, during the day. So, I'm like sitting here, like, okay, write a paragraph about. Eight, 
sit, stop. And I'm like, turn around, I'm like yelling at him while I'm like, okay, class. Oh, hang on. My son's hanging from the ceiling fan. Let me get him. Um, so. Wow. Uh, you do need that time to yourself. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it, it works wonders. That's for sure. So what's the uh, what's the weirdest thing you've ever heard in a parent-teacher conference? Oh, good question. Ooh, ooh let me think. Weirdest thing I've ever heard. That's tough. Um, I don't know if I have one, to be honest. Um, it can be hmm. something the parent told you the kid said or like. Actually, I did have a parent once tell me their child was missing the last couple of days because she couldn't poop. So that might have been it. Yeah, like her, her daughter these had like are high school constipation. Kids. These are high school. No, yes. Like she's just like really can't poop. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're like, well, I always thought your daughter was full of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Now I know her mom is too. (laughs) Oh my goodness, but yeah, that was definitely that had to be it. I remember that. I'm like, "Mm." and then as like a teacher, just like, I'm, I'm sorry, like. uh, I had no idea what to say to that. Like, I'm sorry, like, be a doctor, probably. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I just teach English. <laughs> well, she should be all caught up on her reading. <laughs> yes, she, yes. She's just sitting there all day waiting for it to come. Like, that's... You have to finish it. She'll read the Joy Luck yes. Club twice. Is there? Is there more than one in that series? Well, hopefully there was not like any like underlying condition that you know. I... She ended up coming back fine, so I think she figured it out. Okay, okay. She, was she lighter? Did she look thinner? Did she slim down? I mean, she seemed in better spirits, yeah. so I feel like she handled that, which is nice. That's good. That's Give good. Her some coffee. Get yeah. things moving. Some brand. <laughs> yeah. So have you gotten to meet anybody from the community yet with the the last year being as crazy as it was? It's not like you could really go out in the wild. I know you have your your family, of course, that's part of Peloton. But like, how about meeting people that you've talked to online? No, I actually I haven't yet with that. Um, I just like so after that post, I actually got like a bunch of different followers and people reaching out um, just like advice and like with their own personal stories, which I really appreciate it. Like their battles that they were fighting and. Um, just being able to like talk to them and like tell them kind of like it's this isn't the end of the world like it might feel like it um but it does get better and you do push through so I think it's been it's really been nice to just talk to these like other Peloton owners about just their own stories and like hearing that yeah like I I know sometimes when I'm like going through things or when people are going through things they feel like they're on an island they're all by themselves no one else has ever experienced this but then like talking to other people too and it's like it's like yeah like everybody goes through stuff and it's like you just got to get through it and it's nice to like be having these conversations and trying to like help people get through whatever it is that they're going through at this point in time so i i think that's a really great thing and i also am curious if on the o- since it was on the opp which can be a bit crabby. Um, did you get critical? Did, did, did you get any? Did you get any crabby responses to your amazing post? I actually did not. So I read every comment. I didn't respond because, like, I was like, I will be here for three days. Sure. Um, and I really appreciated all the love, and I added that to the post after because I did. Like, I really did. And I read everybody's stories and like talked to the ones that were like struggling. But I didn't actually have any negative comments on that post, which I was shocked because I I have been following posts on there and I can see people get pretty um critical, I guess you could say, uh, <laughs> people's posts and what they're saying. I was expecting it, but no, I did not get any negative comments on there. So good. That I'm, I could appreciate. <laughs> I'm glad because I will say that I, I've seen in the past that even when 
even though it can be kind of a, a trash heap in there, when when somebody posts something super positive, it, it's been in my experience, it stayed positive. You know, people will yeah. continue to give lots of encouragement and love, like you said. So I'm really glad because you had a ton of interaction on that post. I mean, that was like like what, 17,000 likes or something yes. crazy like that? <laughs> that blew my mind. I did not anticipate that. Like, and one of my, my best friend who also like has a bike, he's on there and he's like, watch, you're going to get like 10 K. Cause this was at the point I was at like 7,000. And I'm like, no way. And then it surpassed 10,000. He's like, are you like looking at this? I'm like, yeah, like, it's just crazy. <laughs> like I did not, ex- I did not expect that to blow up the way it did. And I just, and yeah, it's crazy. I can't even imagine what your notifications must look like when something like that. And they were also crazy. I know what crystals. Like, oh. I know what crystals can look like when we post something that gets four or five hundred, and it's like so thousand to scale that up by order of magnitude is like crazy. Yeah, it was wild. I it was it was wild, but I did. I read every single comment because I did. I appreciated all the love and like support that they, people were sharing their stories. I appreciated that too. So I made it a point to read every, even though I didn't respond to all of them. Um, I did read every single one. That's awesome. Well, thank you for doing that. I'm sure those people really appreciated that you took the time to reach back out. So what is your leaderboard name and how did you come up with it? So originally I actually ended up changing it. Um, but originally I was just like C Leonard 04, just my name, my number. It was always my softball number. Oh, okay. And then like the, the more I got into it, I'm like, I want something like, more fun so now i change it to sin b cycling <laughs> and i think this is so much better um so yeah <laughs> now it's sin b cycling even though the english teacher in me is like i shouldn't be using b but it's fine <laughs> pretend like it's a fictional character yeah and, and right? b is your middle initial there you yes. go I, there that's beautiful yes. i can do that you're <laughs> cynthia beatrice cycling there you go but absolutely. it's too long so you you saved I her time. Yes. Excellent. She's I'm going to say that. Now, now I, yeah. <laughs> and then pretend like it's a character from the Joy Luck Club. There you go. Yes. Which I've circle. And then I'll make them like write an essay. It's like write about on that Beatrice. And they'll be like, okay, because then I'll know they didn't read it or not after writing about Beatrice. <laughs> so teachers do do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do kids still use cliff notes? Is that still a thing? Oh, spark notes. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. And then they think when they copy the direct summary, like from the internet, that we have no idea. Like, wow, we have no idea that that exact thing is word for word on spark notes. <laughs> so spark notes. That's what when, when, I mean, when I was a kid, it was it was cliff, cliff notes. notes but, yeah. Or cliff's notes, I yes, think is what yes. they technically are. But yeah. So spark. What is spark notes? Is that like that's a website, I guess? Yeah, the Spark Notes website and it like breaks down like the summary of every chapter and it tells you all about the characters and it, you can even take a quiz on the book if you want. Like it's yeah, it's got everything on there. That's so funny because now they don't even have to go buy the darn thing. Yeah, <laughs> back, we had, back, literally. We back in my day. We at least had to spend money. <laughs> yeah. We, we, had to, we had to put our hard earned cash on the table to cheat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you do it for it's funny too because now like that we're all virtual usually it was like we were handing books out and the kids would be like i don't want this and it's like okay but now that we're virtual and we're like forced to read our books online they're all like can i have the hard copy i want the book i'm like i am so glad you are appreciating this like a book now like the pages and the smell and you actually want to open it oh my goodness <laughs> 
I'm I, nice at. I feel guilty because yeah, I'm a big Kindle reader. Right Same. Here, like so. I used to be that. It was like, I want the real book. And now it's like, I love it because I can like, we'll read at night and like we can turn off the lights. And yeah. if one of us wants to stay up for an extra 20 minutes reading. It doesn't like, bother the other person. white text and a black background. It doesn't really kick off that much light. Also, and, we're both book hoarders. And we found out yeah, very oh, quickly yeah. that it's so much easier to have it on Kindle instead of stacks of books yeah. everywhere. Yes, <laughs> yes be- I agree. And I, I love Kindle too. And I'm actually like getting into Audible oh, um, yeah. just for just for the reason that it's usually the author that narrates it. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I really appreciate listening to the story the way they want it, you to hear it. Right. Um. So I love that. Like they change voices, like being certain characters. And I was like, it like makes it like so much more alive like you know what I mean how you're supposed to read it how they wanted you to hear it um so I've been getting into audible too I always feel weird about auto about like audiobooks like like nothing nothing against them but I always part of me feels a little bit like I cheated like really? I yeah. like I didn't really read, read the book. Oh, like interesting. Then I, I mean, I know that. I mean, I know technically I didn't read the book, but the information is still being crammed in my head. But here's my thing. I tune out. I get distracted, and I, and I'll be like, uh-huh. "Wait, I just missed the whole last chapter. Yeah. I don't even know where." <laughs> I do that when I read. Yes. Too, <laughs> what I do is, um, I actually what if you get, so if you have Audible and you have Kindle on your phone, um, you can like have the narrations go with the book. Okay. So as you follow along on the Kindle, like and it's reading it to you, it actually like highlights as it's going, and you can follow along in the book as you're listening to. As you're listening to it, okay, so that's, well, that's nice. pretty spiffy. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Well, then it would count, Tom. You could do that. Yes, it I does. Guess. Look at that. But then I f- think I would just do it while I was driving. I can't <laughs> read the book while I'm driving. That would be no, no. ill-advised. Yeah, let's yeah. not do that. <laughs> definitely not advice. <laughs> I remember uh, when people first started doing narrative podcasts, and 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 like the internet was treating it like it was this groundbreaking thing. And I'm like, congratulations, you've invented old time radio. Like that's yes. it's just like we're gonna write a story and then we'll act it out, but it'll be on a podcast. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like that's <laughs> literally the radio. Yeah, like that's that's how the guiding light started. Like that's <laughs> really digging yourself again. Right. <laughs> well, there really aren't current old time radio shows I, I can know, pick up. I know. I was. That's how Fibber McGee and Molly started. What am I supposed to say that's gonna be okay? I just, I just feel like we've made a lot of old timey references, and I'm suddenly feeling very old on this episode. <laughs> so, uh, back to Peloton stuff. Do you have uh, any advice for people who are just entering the world of Peloton? I would just say show up, even on the days you don't want to. I feel like showing up and being consistent with showing up is going to get you results. Another thing I always, and I was telling like my sister this and like my best friends, like that first got it. I'm like, you need to do measurements because even if you're in it to lose weight, um, a lot of the times, like I did like Robin's Tabata program and like wouldn't lose anything, but then did my measurements. It was down like 20 some inches. So I'm like, if you do the measurements, like you'll see, cause you're, you're tightening up, you know, you're building muscles. So you might not lose the weight right away, but if you are taking measurements, you could see you are making progress. So you won't get discouraged. I keep telling. I was telling like my sister and my my cousins that too. So that is really good advice. It is, yeah. yeah. That's a really good point. Because even then, if you can see changes, a lot of times they're so incremental that you're like, "Am I just kidding myself?" Or, or are these you dismiss real? it yeah. because it happens so slowly over right. time that you're like, "Oh, that's not 
That's I, that's not that much, even though over a long time, it is that much. Totally, yeah. <laughs> right. And yeah, there's definitely been like months where the scale hasn't budged for me. Um, and I was just like, well, dang, like, you know, I, I'd like for it to move, but I'm going to keep showing up. And then the next month I would like drop the five or six and I'm just like, oh, okay, here it is. Um, so just, just like continually, continuously showing up, especially on the days you don't want to. So love it. So what did your fiance get you for your birthday the next year? Oh, um, so that was actually this year, right? Because no, it wasn't. It was 2020 then, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. No, all 2020. It would be this year, wouldn't it? I don't know. I'm bad at math. I teach English. I thought it was at um, the end of, but, oh, because you told so he the, sent it to you at the end of 2019. So, 2019, so the 2020 birthday. Okay. I so what did he get so you now, this year? <laughs> so it was actually, yeah, January 10th was my birthday. Um, So he got me um just like moisturizer. I've been wanting like all this skincare stuff because he really spoiled me for Christmas. He got me like a MacBook. Oh, yeah. yeah. He went all out. Like he was like a really big holiday person. Like loves to celebrate them like so much. Like my whole house, I have like a Christmas village up and everything <laughs> decorated. Like he, that's him. That is so not me. <laughs> I can't take any credit for like my house glowing like this um, through the neighborhood. Uh, so yeah, he got me the MacBook. Nice. For, yeah, and then he also got me a new straightener too for my birthday, and then the skincare, which was nice. So he pays attention. Yeah. He's a good gift giver. Oh, he's, yeah, he's great. He is. <laughs> Except for he was only on the Peloton. I'm going to blow up his spot right now for like two months and then quit. Oh, um, <laughs> dang. So he did quit, but he's like in the gym. He's like, I just want to go lift, whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, about whatever. to say he sounds like me. He's a good gift giver and he doesn't ride the bike. But then you started talking about him going to the gym and like that. You're like, the, never mind. The analogy <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. He took a couple months off between quitting the Peloton and going back to the gym, um, but he's back. So, so for a couple months, you were you were you were very similar, Tom. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Before we let you go, uh, where can people find you on social media if you would like to be found? Um, well, Facebook is just my name, Cynthia Leonard or Cindy Leonard, and then you could find me on Instagram. And this is like really annoying. I made this name like a long time ago and I'm not sure how to change it. Um, but it's C-E-E, bear with me here, L-E-N-N-N-Y. So C. Lenny, like my nickname. And yeah, there's just extra letters because I thought it was cute when I made it. And then now I just don't know how to fix it. Can you even fix it? <laughs> like, I don't even know if you can edit it. Like, I think but, you can. I feel like you can, but I could be wrong. I have to look into that because I just, it, that's got to go. Like, it's got to go. <laughs> oh, well, thank you again for doing this. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I always take the opportunity to talk about my Peloton. It's probably <laughs> annoying to friends and family, but they get over it. You know? Well, you're in the right place. <laughs> yes. This yeah. is a, this is a safe that. space for Peloton talking. Exactly. Excellent. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your evening. So I guess that brings uh, this episode to a close. What, pray tell, do you have in store for people next week? Uh, a treat is what we have. We oh, are going to be talking. Like <laughs> it's not that kind of treat. Oh, we are going to be talking to Tori from Peloton Closet. Oh. Yeah. So um, if you guys have not been following her on Instagram, you will be after this because it's a fascinating account that she has. And um, it is already almost double in size since we talked to her. Wow. And, uh, and so what she does is she finds instructors clothing so like if you say oh i really love that bra she will tell you where to go find it 
that's fascinating. It She's is. like some sort of like clothing savant. Yes. And we'll we'll let her explain to you yes. guys how she does that and what inspired it. It's a really fun conversation, though. Absolutely. So uh, until then, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, the bike and the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And uh, wherever you're getting your podcast from, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com. One more task for you before we go. Don't forget we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash theclipout. While you're there, subscribe to that as well. And then everything will be okay. So that's all of that. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And running. And running.